another episode of the Just Asian Things podcast, podcast where two Asian Americans talk about how we suck at being Asian. I'm John Nguyen. And I'm Chris Strong. We have a really fun topic for everyone today. Yeah, it's called How to Not Sleep Around with the Entire World. Yep, we're recovering fuckboys, so we hope you enjoy the stories we're about to tell today. Who's the more recovered fuckboy? Find out in a couple of minutes when you start listening. Yep, and please support us on social media by following us on Instagram at Just Asian Podcast. We have a lot of thirst trap pics heading your way. Yep, we posted already about time, so follow us, support us, enjoy. Drop an eggplant emoji anytime. <laughs> Cue segue. Cue the segue. So, John, what is a fuckboy? <laughs> what is the definition of a fuckboy? What boy? is the definition of a fuckboy? Urban Dictionary, help us out here. So, I always thought being a fuckboy just meant like, you literally are just a hoe. But I think the true definition of fuckboy is you not only are a hoe, but you purposely or even unintentionally lead someone on and right. make them catch feelings so, and fuck them over. So, it's more than just like swinging your dick around. Yeah, I like, think just trying to get it wet. Yeah, no, it's yes. intentionally kind of like <laughs> yes, no. misleading somebody. <laughs> And you're like, hey, I'm a good person. Yeah. And then you sleep with them and like you dip out. Like I that's... think that's what it is. I think what it is. Oh, I think, man. yes, I think you're right. You're right. I think it's feels, but also getting your dick wet. Okay. So, I mean, technically I wasn't really a fuck boy then, right? No. I mean, I never intentionally like fucked anybody over. It just happened to be that way. <laughs> Unintentional I'm, I'm, fuck boy. I'm sorry. You know, like I never... I had emotional issues. Like yeah. it's not it's not intentional that I wanted to sleep with you and like it's not like it just yeah. dip out like a little bit after. So if it's unintentional, do you think it's still being a fuckboy? I think you still might get caught a fuckboy. Okay. Whether or not like you actually are, that's a little bit different. Yeah. You know? We'll leave that to some higher power to decide whether yeah. or not we're fuckboys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll leave it to the the fuckboy <laughs> gods. Do you have any okay, let's say we're not fuckboys then, but we do have some some stories. You're in a committed relationship now. Yes. Uh, I, I would say both of us were both changed people from how we were back in the oh, day, yeah, especially dude. during college. Time, I've I've right? grown so much during my college hoe phase. Yeah. Right, right. I feel like everyone at one point in their lives has a hoe phase. Yeah, everyone kind of has like that college phase where you kind of want to have a little bit of fun. Yeah. And you kind of want to go crazy, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, for me, like I came from a very strict Asian house mm-hmm. where I did not have that much control over my life. Mm-hmm. And then once I got to college, I had finally had that freedom mm-hmm. that I wanted. And I went fucking crazy with it, dude. I was like mm-hmm. out partying um, on weeknights. Mm-hmm. I was uh, drinking so much. And. I was kind of just like messing you're around. Just, you're just loose. I was a little bit loose. Yeah. You, yeah. Just, you just had no uh, inhibitions no, <laughs> during college. No, I was wild. Yeah. No, for me too. But I think my my reason about why I became what I, not a fuckboy, maybe a fuckboy? <laughs> let's, uh, let's just call ourselves fuckboys. All right. <laughs> all right. It's okay. All right. No matter how much we try to deny it, we can't, right, we can't right, run away right, from right. the truth. I'm just saying why I entered my hoe phase was because uh, it was a little different. My parents were never super strict on me. And I think that that was because I had the benefit of having a very Americanized stepfather who kind of, uh, I guess, brought my mom back to, brought my mom up to the modern era. Okay, right. She was very more, much more lenient. But for me, I think it was because uh, I had a high school girlfriend who I started college with. And during our first semester of uh, freshman year, um, uh, we broke up and in hindsight, as I was reflecting on it at the time, I was like, man, she fucked me over hard, dude. Uh, so literally figuratively, both? uh, <laughs> both, both, man. Both. Oh man. Both. Rough. She, she blew your mind, huh? Yeah. Literally. Literally. And figuratively. In my heart. <laughs> <laughs> she blew your heart. Yeah. 
How do you suck one's heart? I don't know. I guess that's, <laughs> that's something for uh, other fuckboys to describe. <laughs> um, but I think that was the catalyst that made me kind of want to not jump into a relationship and just kind of pull around. Yeah, I feel that. I, I think for me, you know, like so much of high school for me was kind of felt feeling um, still like kind of quiet mm-hmm. and shy. And I still had a, like, I, we were talking about this before. I was still trying to figure out who I was as a person. Like your identity. Yeah, my identity, how to formulate like my nice personality where I'm very like extroverted and outgoing now. But I wasn't like that back yeah. in high school, you know? I was still trying to figure that out. Yeah. And during college is when I figured more of that out. And I was still going through the process. And at the same time, I started working out too. And mm-hmm. that's actually when I started getting a little bit of attention. I'm I not mean, gonna lie. I mean, also probably the, the boost in your testosterone once you start working out more consistently, you probably like, man, I kind of want to... I want to chase this high. Yeah, yeah I want to chase the high. I want to meet some new people, meet some girls, go on dates. Yeah, it's, and it was so, it was I don't, a little bit addicting because mm-hmm. the chase. Go, yeah, well, part of it is the chase, but you go from someone who doesn't have that much exposure, you know, not much freedom Getting in their life. At once. And then you start working out more. You start feeling more comfortable with your body, yeah. um, body positivity, um, knowing who you are. You start getting like validation from other um, people in this case, girls. Yeah. You know, they start like noticing you. They start talking to you more, and that's like something that I was not like used to. And for a long time, uh-huh. like I was seeking that validation from um, and other you, girls. And you didn't know until it happened. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then eventually, like, I started validating my own self. But for a long time, still, I was like, mm-hmm. anytime I was with like somebody, I was like, okay, hey. This person wants me, so that means I'm not like you know. Yeah, like, terrible. I mean, really similar story to me too. Like after my my first girlfriend and my my high school girlfriend and I broke up, um, I honestly didn't really had any intention of dating anyone, hooking up with anyone. And at that point, as like what I think I was like 17 still or 18, like I didn't know what being a hoe was, right? Or like hooking up with people, right? Um, until there was this one girl who I actually met at like uh, Yaoli. Um, uh, is that Vietnamese school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And so like Vietnamese her and I, would, yeah, and her and I would go to church together every Sunday, and then we were just hanging out one day, and next thing I knew, we were essentially hooking up, and like, and afterwards, I was like, whoa, like, what just happened? And that just opened the floodgates to, uh, to the, to, the honus, to the honus, to the fuckboy um, lifestyle. Yeah, and it made me feel comfortable with myself. I'm like, wow, like, I, this is what it feels like, and this is what being like. This is, what feeling yourself. Wa- this is what feeling wants it does yeah, to you. Yeah, this is what feeling wants it does <laughs> to you. Like, oh man, I want to chase that high. Do you have any stories you want to tell our listeners on the about the early stages of your your honus? Um, yeah. So, <laughs> you want to tell them the story of like my my baby fuckboy stages? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the the wee stages. Yeah, the the wee stages. So, I would say the most fuckboy thing I've ever done, and. Uh, it was probably like the start of everything was um back when I was in my first year of college. Um like Was st- it was it that girl that you made the thing for? No, 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 d- different story. Different okay, story. okay. So, <laughs> so, so many back back to my first year of college okay. and this was like the beginning of everything. The stars were totally aligned for this mm-hmm. situation to happen. My mom was out of town on a business trip and I was just hanging out with um this chick that I was uh, talking to. So mm-hmm. a couple of months before, um, I met her at a boba shop, and I would come in almost every single day to like buy the same um, boba tea uh-huh. to uh, just like talk to her a little bit. This flirt. is something straight out of a, a rom com. A little bit, <laughs> a little bit. And then um, out there a little bit, she was like, "Oh, I have to tell you, I have a boyfriend." Oh no! And I was like, "Ah!" And like you know, like I was like, "Okay, yeah. I respect that." You know, like I still like you as a person. I'm still going in to talk and everything, uh-huh. and. 
yeah, we, we had a good friendship. And then I think one day, you know, I was like talking to her yeah. and her boyfriend came in right behind me. Oh no. And he was like, Hey man, I don't think she's interested in you. <laughs> I was like, Oh dude, I don't think uh, it's not. I think, oh shit. Yeah. I, I even gave um her these tickets to the X games that I won. I was like, Oh, Hey, Did you I give w- it to her after she found out. She yeah. Yeah. I was like, Hey, you know, I have these extra tickets. I'm not going to go. You and your boyfriend should go. Oh, okay. So I gave them that's to nice. her, you know, like no, I, really I, cool. I wasn't going to like fuck that up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So then I was like, but I mean, I think I'm better than your boyfriend, so. Did you say I, that? I also though? said that too. You said that for real? Yeah. As yeah. you gave it to her, were her was her boyfriend there when you? Uh, no, no, he oh, wasn't. Okay, okay. But um, Damn, I dude. I was right because they ended up uh being coming. This is where the story goes a little bit later. Okay. Um, that first year of college, a couple months after. Yeah. So she uh we're talking again, and she's like, "Yeah, things like aren't going well with my boyfriend right now. Like, uh-huh. just all sorts of bad things." And it was it was all him, you know. Uh-huh. He just was a kind of like piece of shit. Okay. So we start hanging out again, and. We start um, going to like all of these parties and we're like drinking every other night. And then uh, one thing led to another. We're back at my place outside because that's where she parked. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, do you want to come in and like vape in my room? The most <laughs> fun boy thing <laughs> I could ever fucking say. It's uh, like the beginning of vaping yeah. though, back uh, in the day. Yeah. Do you want to vape in my room? <laughs> and she's like, okay. You know, not thinking anything of it. And like by this time, like um, she had already broken up with her boyfriend. Okay. Just like a not too long ago okay so she comes in and like one thing leads to another we're like just like naked like lying down in bed Uh and that's it she's like hey i like you but if like we do this right now i don't think like that would be a good start for anything to happen between the two of us Uh i'm like like, i'm I'm, I'm already like i'm already like ready to go i'm like you're like fuck it i'm like okay Relationship re- or fucking? <laughs> <laughs> Relationship or fucking which one? Yeah, which was more important to you at this moment? So, dude, I got blue balled. I was like, you know what? I respect that. Oh, you chose not I, to? I chose not to. Oh, I was wow, like, hey. dude. I'm so shocked. Yeah, I, I told her, hey, you're really cool. I don't want to like mess things up between us. As, as I'm literally naked and her boobs are right in front of my face. Uh-huh. I don't want to mess things up between wow. us. And, like, I respect, you know, if you don't want to like do anything tonight right now. Yeah. But like, I'll let you know. The next time you want to come over to my place... We're gonna fuck, you okay. know. So just okay. let me know, and then we just like spent the night like just sleeping. Oh, and then um, how, uh, how uh, and then literally wholesome, right? <laughs> yeah, half wholesome. Yeah, and then literally the next night I'm out at a party with one of my bros. Okay, and as we're about to walk through the front door, she sends me a text message. Uh huh. She's like, "Can I come over?" Ooh. Ooh. So, dude, it's always so nice when the girls make the first move, and it's not common when they do. I feel like right as guys, we're like, "Damn, right. extra hot." Yeah. So, uh, I dished my, you know, my guy friend. I was uh-huh. like, Hey, you, you get it. Right. Host he was like, yes. Yeah. yeah. So then, um, yeah, it happened uh-huh. and it was cool. Um, it was my first time and everything. Yeah. And that was how I became a fuck boy. Damn dude. Literally the beginning stages. Yeah. The start, huh? your origin story. My, my fuck boy <laughs> origin story. Our if I was a superhero, story. they'd call me fuck man. Our ho- origin stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the beginning of our origin stories. Okay. Yeah, fuck yeah. man and fuck boy. <laughs> I like yeah. that one. Like that but one. uh, how how did you kind of like you were talking about um that earlier? What other stories do you have? I think that was probably the beginning catalyst of my hoe phase was when I went to the beach mm-hmm. again with like free dates going mm-hmm. to the beach with that girl from church. Us hooking up at the beach, which by the way, do not recommend. Sand everywhere. Sand everywhere. Is but- it like the Star Wars movie? Is like. 
I don't like sand. Too much sand. It's very coarse. <laughs> it's yes, too much everyone. sand. No, really, for real. Like, uh, I don't recommend it. But I, you know, I, I walked away from that day, from that night, just thinking like, wow, like this is what it feels like to be wanted. And it wasn't until I think uh, later on, right? You and I were in the same fraternity. Do you remember what smorgasbord was? Yeah, yeah. So that's like kind of like a clubbing initiation. Or not um, school clubs were like. A big festival, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that night when we were, I don't, don't think you came that night, or maybe you did. I don't remember, but we were putting the letters away, uh, and I was walking it back to uh, one of our friends' truck. And on the way, I run into this girl who was roommates with my big. Okay. And she um, was like, "Hey, I'm going to this party later. Do you want to come?" And I was like letter in hand i was like uh i kind of have to load the truck right now and like bounce i don't think i'm gonna go to the party and she's like oh okay and then she's like well uh if you don't want to go do you want my number so we can hang out afterwards like you want to hang out after and i was like maybe sure like exchange numbers right yeah she texted me that night and i was like no i'm not hanging out with her i'm like hang out with like my fraternity brothers and then she was like okay that's fine next day she's like do you want to hang out tonight instead and i was like sure we hung out I literally went into it with the most wholesome of intentions. Right. And the next thing I knew, I was essentially like, we were essentially hooking up in the back of my car. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? Like, this came out of nowhere. Left field, huh? Yeah. And I'm like, this is so, I don't know, like, as a dude, right? You feel nice when the girl makes the first move because it's not very common, not very expensive. Right. It's, it's very hot. Yeah. And I think that was the, the true ultimate catalyst that kind of kicked me off. Right. My origins. My, ho- my origins. Your story. origin stories. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's, it's pretty hot whenever the girl makes her first move. So um, I actually have a cool story about that. There was one time yeah. I was clubbing in Arena. And it's one of the big ABG Asian yeah. nightclubs in Arena, LA. Arena and Mansion. Mm-hmm. So those are staples to like ABG culture. Yeah, for I, real. I may or may not have a thing for ABGs. Yeah, in Southern California, like in Orange County, LA. Oh, area. yeah. Oh, yeah definitely. It's like the, the whole thing. You know? uh-huh. So in Arena, I was just like, oh, there are my friends. And as I was going to get a drink, right? I'm on my way back. Uh-huh. Some small little shorty like bumps into me and like knocks my drink everywhere. I was like, oof. You uh-huh. know, I'm like, um, you know, are you okay? As well, I was like, yeah. I'm here. And she went, giggles later. and she, <laughs> she giggles and she's like, yeah, I'm okay. And then all of a sudden she grabs my shirt, pulls me in uh-huh. and then just like starts making out with me. I like uh-huh. drop my drink and everything. I'm like, you know, holding her at the same time. Yeah. Kissing. And then she lets go. And then she just walks away. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> did, Can we do that again? That just happened? <laughs> What, did you start chasing after her or you're like, oh no, I, no, I was like, be. eh, this is fine. This okay. will make for a funny story. Yeah. Dude, it's worth it for the story, right? Yeah, it's worth it for the story. Um, I think one of my most memorable moments too of the, the girl making the first move was when, um, man, I, I think it was like my junior year of college or maybe it was my senior. I don't remember, but um, I was, again, with the most wholesome of intentions, uh, this girl, this, this classmate I had came back to my studio at the time, I was living alone in the studio, and we were legit trying to study, right? Mm-hmm. I, w- I was trying to read my textbook, typing away on an essay or something, and then we were working right next to each other on the couch. Maybe like 30 minutes or an hour goes by. Pure silence, because we're actually working, right. and then she breaks the silence, she's like, are you gonna kiss me already or what? <laughs> and I was like, what? And then she just goes for it, and I'm like, next thing you knew, kind of like you, we are just laptops on the floor, textbooks on the floor, making out. And That's then- hot. And then, she, and then we, since she got full naked, and then she's like, no, I, I don't want to have sex. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you, you, you just started you everything. You started everything. And she's like, it's okay. Let's just cuddle, right? 
kind of like you in your first story. Okay. Cuddled naked at night in my twin bed. Okay. In your small little ass small twin bed. Twin bed that was like half broken. And then next thing we knew, we woke up in the morning at like six a.m. Uh, and she was like, "Fuck it." And then <laughs> literally, we, yeah, literally, literally, fuck it. And then we, 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 we completed the deed in the morning, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened this random night? And I didn't even finish my essay. Uh, that's so funny. Yeah, so, yeah, and like, <laughs> a true moral story, girls, you listening, <laughs> make the first move. Yeah, oh, that's great. Guys will just say yes. It's, it's funny that I have, a, I have a similar story about like a girl kind of like saying like, are you going to kiss me or what? Yeah. So this was back during college, and this was um, when I had my first Friends with Benefits. Uh-huh. Um, Really interesting time. Yeah, friends so, with benefits in general are very, very interesting. You really have to have an open mind. Yeah, and you just like with this one, it was like very like casual um, and everything. So uh-huh. I think we met at a club, um, and then a little bit afterwards, I took her out to. I did my whole three B's date. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, um, yeah. Beach, boba, I, and bowling. bowling. Yeah, I think I skipped out on the bowling. I just took her to Seaside Bakery. Double B's. Very, very basic move. Uh huh. You know, still haven't and, been. And things we did not have any like chemistry between us at all uh-huh. like i'm just, just like sitting there awkwardly there sitting down i was like so do you have any siblings yeah i have one brother <laughs> boom and a conversation <laughs> no uh, follow-up question no follow-up question <laughs> do you uh do you have any dogs <laughs> oh yeah yeah so i have a dog stupid dude <laughs> and i'm like Fuck, what do i do so i just looked at her you know she, she's cute and everything uh-huh. very attractive yeah I'm like so I kind of want to kiss you, but I don't really know how to start it. She uh-huh. just looks at me back, you know, like her eyes, like, um, her head cocked to the side. Just do it, I guess. So then we just start kissing. Uh-huh. And that's when no sparks happened. <laughs> you just, you felt nothing. I felt nothing. And I was like, <laughs> okay, so this is what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> kissing someone with no fucking feelings at no all. Feelings. No passion whatsoever. Yeah. So, um, we kept up like a casual, like, um, friendship and, um, uh, hookup thing for that for a little bit yeah and i remember there was one time where i was working out at the gym she hits me up she's like hey want to come over right now uh-huh. and i texted her back sorry i'm busy working out <laughs> you chose- I, I'm, I'm trying to burn some calories right now you know yeah i don't want to burn like calories while i know I'm that's with again the hard, it's a hard thing with friends benefits because uh I, at least for me personally if i am not even if i'm not super passionate even with someone that I'm friends with benefit with, I lose interest super fast. Yeah. Like it's hard to keep up. And like, you know, there's been times where you and I've hung out. Right. And like, I've shown you like, Oh look, like this person hit me up. I'm like, no, I'd rather keep fucking hanging out with yeah. you and then to go see this girl right now. It's just not worth it. So sometimes. are you saying that you're more, you're sexually more attracted to me than your friends with benefits? Yeah, Chris, it's uh, it's the new body you've gotten recently. Oh yeah. 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 I enjoy you, it. You like this, huh? <laughs> are you fucking this, flexing? This right doing now, it for dude. you. You like these big flexes? Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It, and it gets super awkward, too. And it's really hard to not get feels or to make it really clear so the other person doesn't, not, doesn't get feels either. Yeah, and so you kind of really both have to be on the same page. For, the same like, page. Just to make sure like, no one gets their feelings hurt. You mm-hmm. know? And, and sometimes I've, people say, like, oh, yeah, I understand. But then do they really? No. I've, mm-hmm. I've been on both ends of that. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. like, I've been the one who's, like, caught, like, a couple more, like, been more invested than the other person. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, they're the ones more invested than me. Mm-hmm. So it's, and it's just kind of, like, how dating is. Yeah. So it's, you just have to maneuver through it. Yeah, it's an interesting scenario. Um, uh, there's a time, and this is the most, like, aw- one of the most awkward moments I've had with people I've hooked up or dated uh, in the past was when, uh, it was, like, a school event thing, mm-hmm. and I was there with someone who I was seeing at the time, and then 
my ex from like a year <gasps> two years ago shows oh, up no. and they meet each other and oh, not just no. that there's a third girl who I was hooking up with as friends with benefits who was open to the idea of me seeing other people and then she came as well so all three of them were in one location at the same <sighs> time and I don't think all they three of them knew but they were like I was like oh shit dude I was fucking red sweating from, bullets yeah I was sweating bullets I was like damn like very uh, super awkward scenario right now. I think that was also one of the moments where I was like, you know, this is, uh, I don't want to do this right. anymore or like long term. Like, I think I'm ready for another phase. I have had uh, <laughs> some uh, very interesting stories with multiple girls in the same uh-huh. club. Um, so there was one time and I think I was, I was a little bit drunk that night. Mm-hmm. And um, that's how it always starts. That's how it always starts. A little bit. You're on I'm, something. I'm just going to have one drink. Five yeah. drinks later, you're like, Oh yeah, yeah. You're, some substance, some substance. So uh, we were celebrating a friend's birthday in San Diego at the clubs, and I started that off great. So I took in this one girl. Um, I started like dancing with her slowly, like you know, like all like grinding. Uh-huh. My my business is everywhere. I'm doing it, uh-huh. and then uh, we start kissing. I get her number, uh-huh. and then um, I'm like, oh hey, my friends and I are gonna go to a different club. I'll text you later. She's like, okay. So uh-huh. I start uh, going to the other club. And I meet someone else there too. Yeah. So then I started talking to her as well. And you're just flip-flopping. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then one thing leads to another. And then she starts kissing me too. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think um, it was the next day. I'm starting to text. I was like, hey, so I had a really great time, you know, mm-hmm. last night. Um, I think like it's so awesome that you are part of like um this uh, club in your college. And she was like, wait. You, I never said I was part of that club. You fucking mixed up the And girls. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I mixed the two of them up. <laughs> That's a rookie mistake. Dude, dude, you saw them in person. I understand if you, you mix up girls and have done it in the past too when you're doing it over text or something because you, you just mix up names sometimes and you're responding fast. But you were in person. How do you do that, Chris? <laughs> sometimes it's hard, you know? Like, Literally. Just doing it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Literally hard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's fair, it's fair. What's been, like, your raunchiest, like, story? I don't know if this is considered raunchy, but probably, like, one of the most extreme things I've done was um, randomly... So I met this girl, and, again, I always approach every girl I meet with the most wholesome of intentions. Never have I approached anyone, and I'm like, we're just gonna fuck, right? Like, if it happens, it happens. And uh, this girl, we were on, like, our second or third, like, date, quote-unquote date, we're just hanging out. We started, like essentially starting like the whole process to like okay. have sex. Yeah. And she's like, do you have a condom? And I was like, no. She's like, how can you not have a condom? I'm like, I don't know. I wasn't prepared for this. I wasn't thinking we were going to hook up. Right. And then she was like, didn't you know by the third date, if you, you're supposed to hook up. I'm like, when was that a rule? <laughs> so we didn't hook up that night because one, I didn't want to have sex unprotected with someone I just met um, who we already exchanged stories and we both have a long history. So we're like, okay, maybe like, right. Cause it's so recent. We shouldn't hook up yet. Well, the next day she's like, are you prepared now? And I was like, yeah. And we're, hell we met, yeah. We, I'm ready. Put me in coach. Yeah. We met up and, and then we're like, well, cool. what should we do? And where should we do it? And then I was like, you know, it's a fucking Saturday. Why don't we just go to fucking Joshua retreat now and camp out there for the night? What? And then just like have a night outside outdoors. So we fucking drove that night, super spontaneous, like 8 or 9 p.m. to Joshua Tree, got there at midnight, hooked up, and they came back the next morning. Oh, wow. That was uh, probably one of the more, like, extreme, like, random stories that I've you were had. You were dedicated to, to getting some, huh? I was, I just wanted something spontaneous. Like, I didn't want to just hook up for the sake of hooking up, because at that point, 
I don't know. I, I worked up with so oh, many the, people. Oh, the scenery wasn't right. The moment wasn't special enough. You needed to take her out to Joshua Tree Dude, with I, nature. Yeah, you can't, you know what I mean? It gets a little boring, you know? Like, especially when you, after you hooked up with so many people, especially when you, when it's so recent, right? You're like, oh, this is more of the same. More so. of the same. I need, I need the trees to watch me hook up. Yeah. I need the trees to watch me fuck. Yeah, man. You gotta <laughs> do it in random ass places. That's how you get good stories and good memories. <laughs> I'm walking down the street. I looked down an alleyway next to the dumpster. John, what are you doing over there? <laughs> One of the first thoughts, you know, I mean, more so during my hoe phase than, than now, but like sometimes I go somewhere, especially out in nature. I'm like, you know, this would be a good place to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, this this tree stump looks really soft and comfortable. Yeah. Definitely yeah. hookup material. Yeah, mm, that's kind of, it kind of hurts to sit on. Never mind. <laughs> um, do you have a, a story that was like, that's super raunchy too? Uh, or like, a, or, or a story that you went really extreme on. You yeah, were really extreme. I guess this someone. was during a guy's bachelor trip to uh-huh. Vegas. Okay. And I was there with some, some friends. And once again, I'm like, hey guys, I'm gonna go get a drink at the bar. That's how it always starts. Yeah. Always, I always swear. I'm like, the drink. I'm like, um, in the Hobbit, I'm like, guys, we're going on an adventure. Yeah. So I'm all going on an adventure to the bar. And while I'm there, I see these two very attractive uh, ladies. Uh-huh. And I think they were mm, late 20s okay. at the time when I was still like in college. So I started making conversation with them. I'm like, oh, very hot, you know? Yeah. So I'm trying yeah. to figure out like who I want to talk to, who I want to chase out there. Yeah. And the very end, I'm like, okay, well, just do it. So I'm like, hey, you're really hot and pretty. Uh-huh. You seem cool. I'm going to kiss you right now. So uh-huh. then I kissed in and I kissed her uh-huh. and it was, it was great. And then I don't know what made me do it, but then I took one look to uh, her left and looking straight at her friend. I'm like, wait, I don't want to leave you out too. And I kiss her at the same time too. <laughs> you at the same time right in front of each yeah, other? Yeah, right in front of each other. And this is in Vegas. This is in Vegas. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. we're all having a great time. And then yeah. they gave me the numbers and that was a very fun trip. Did it, did it progress further than that day or did it? I, I don't know. John did it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Let's 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 uh, not let's talk about it not on this recording. Right. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, probably a really fun moment for me mm-hmm. back during the day. Yeah, but I mean, we've we've also had some pretty good relationships though, and yeah. I think more meaningful, meaningful and wholesome ones. Yeah, we have. We have. I definitely, you know, I there are certain times where uh, more so back then than than the current me, but would miss having the chase and having the thrill. Um, but out of the few relationships that I have committed relationships that I have been in, I definitely don't regret them at all. I think because of that and the mix of my whole face, I think I've grown to be a much more confident, comfortable and mature person because of it when it comes to dating. Right. Um, and the me now definitely want something more. Than yeah. Just fucking around. Yeah. You know? I'm the same too. You know, I want more for my life. I want more for myself. I want yeah. more from like my partner. Yeah. Like my relationship right now is so great. Yeah. And yeah. it's something cool or something interesting too, at least when it comes to me again, like when you hook up with someone you actually really like, right. Or that you're in love with it, it's always, it's so much better, so much better. Even yeah. if the sex is more vanilla or it's not as exciting as yeah. previous experiences that both you and I have had, at least for me, I feel like I am enjoying it a lot more. Right. But is this, is this the same for you? Yeah, it's it's so much better just like being in a relationship. Uh-huh. And it's so much more consistent too. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to go to the bar anymore and be like, it's all right, who do I want to talk to tonight? <laughs> Scouting. Scouting. No, I'm like, oh, hey, um, if I cook you dinner, will you know that get you in the mood? Yeah. She's like, okay. Yeah, or not, not even now. <laughs> Bedroom now. Now. Done. 
Um, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I think you know, not not just in terms of the frequency or the ease that you can just have a, a stable partner to. Yeah, like to, someone who like understands yeah. you and knows everything that you like. You don't yeah. have to like start from scratch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But even when you first get into a relationship, were there moments where you felt like you had to have a conversation with your partner to figure out what you both liked? I think was that kinda, an awkward conversation to have? No, I think we kind of just went with it. I, I told her. Worked. I was like, literally, uh-huh. there is not. There's just about nothing that I won't try at least once. Uh huh. Same. Just try things once. Yeah. 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 I'm, I feel the same. Again, I think, and I, this is something that um, uh, a friend of mine told me recently too, and I don't know how true it is, but when I think about it, I'm like, oh, I can kind of see that being true. Yeah. Which is that people who have stable upbringings tend to have more vanilla sex. Yeah, that's and very true. People who tend to have more unstable upbringings tend to be more wild or tend to want to try new things during sex. Yeah. Uh, definitely yeah. the latter. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. And as as both of us, as children or tra- right. children of divorced parents, right, and like kind of growing up in between households, uh, I feel like both you and I kind of have that mentality yeah. is like, yeah. just try new things. I was like, can. I will try just about anything once, mm-hmm. but I swear if you try to stick anything up my butt, <laughs> I'm that's, out. That's, that's where you it. draw the line. <laughs> that's where I draw the line. It's not, it's not true then you want to try everything just once, yeah. Chris. <laughs> anything more than one inch, inch and a half. That's calling it. Okay. All right. He's like the right. nubbin. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Is that, is that what your partner tells you too? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bird. Um, I mean, to be fair, I, I feel the same way. Definitely uh, all for everything except uh, that. <laughs> except for that. <laughs> yeah. So, John, do you, uh, we've been, with, you know, like enough people already. Okay. Do you still like talk to any of them still? You're still in good terms with most of them? Yeah, that's, I would do. that's actually a really relevant question. Something that uh, I actually talked recently um, uh, with some people about. So uh, I am on, and, and typically, I don't know, my body count's really high, but when it comes to people who I've been friends with or friends first before we hooked up, uh, I definitely am still on quote unquote good terms at least with a handful of them. Right. Uh, and to me, I, I really only view them as, as friends and there have been times throughout the years where we have on and off again hooked up, Okay. but, uh, I definitely view them only as friends. Uh, and a lot of them now are also in committed relationships and I've met their significant others and it's great. Right. Like I, I actually like how we'd have kept in contact and okay. in terms with, but I know that, um, not everyone, especially if you're seeing someone new, would be comfortable with you staying friends with people you. Yeah, I've, I've seen that before. Mm-hmm. Are you on good terms with anyone? Um, I would say half of them either don't talk to me and hate me, and the other half are like so good friends with me. <laughs> they either are friends with you or they hate you. It's, it's <laughs> there's one no, of the two. There's no middle ground. Uh, I, I wish it wasn't the case, but yeah. it, it just is. Yeah, but your part of me also wishes that there's certain people I would want to stay in touch with. Mainly one, because they were just cool to hang out with and talk with, but mm-hmm. also to like, you know, when you dedicate as much time as you do to even not just hook up with someone, but get to know someone, it's kind of a bummer when you quote unquote lose a friend. Right. You feel like you're losing a friend yeah. more than anything else. Well, uh, someone, that, that part. someone that I didn't think that I would still have a good um, friendship with mm-hmm. was a girl that I met back in college. I was um, really into her. Mm-hmm. And I was telling you a little bit about her. Um, mm-hmm. She was someone who, like, who I had like, strong feelings for. And we were talking for a while. She's a dancer and everything. She, just, she listens to this podcast, too. Oh, okay. So it's awesome that we rekindled our friendship. Hi there. And hi there. <laughs> <laughs> she, when, when I wanted to ask her out, Okay. I 
kind of did what you did with one of the, your girls in the past. I folded a thousand origami cranes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I got her a Biter. little. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're welcome. I, I bought her. You're welcome little, to really the idea. <laughs> <laughs> I bought her a little necklace that I think was a nickname that her grandpa called her um, grandma, mm-hmm. and it happened to also be her name as well. Okay. So um, I gave that to her, and I was like, "Hey, do you like want to like be official now?" Yeah. And she was like, no, no, she was like, nah, <laughs> no, nah. sorry. Thanks for this. I'm keeping it, but no, no. Uh, and, and it just didn't work out, you know, for like a bunch of different reasons. Yeah, yeah, um, of course. I, we were still friends for a little bit after that, but okay. it became harder for me to kind of like, because you have feelings. Yeah. I, I still had like had some feelings for her left. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, like, I don't think I'm like completely over this yet. I think like, yeah, I can't talk to you anymore for a little bit. So, I mean, that's good. Of, it's good on you to acknowledge right. that that's something you had to do. And take initiative on yeah. in order for you to get over it. So, I mean, nowadays, uh, me and her are like great friends. Mm-hmm. Um, get along well with her. We talk about her you know, her relationship with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And she tells me about, oh, she loves listening to the podcast. Oh, so it's nice. great. I was like, the thousand origami cranes, <laughs> you know, go yeah, to waste. Yeah. True. Yeah. Worth it for the friends in the yeah. end. The friendship in the end. Yeah, she's awesome. How does your, uh, your girlfriend right now currently feel about you being on good terms with people that you one really liked in the past before and you did all this stuff with or people that you hooked up with in the past like does she feel insecure about it at all or is she no. pretty comfortable no she um a lot of these um girls from like way before my past like i literally have no more feelings with mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i mean i didn't really have that many feelings to begin with in the first place mm-hmm. so she's comfortable she knows like how much i love and care for her mm-hmm. and i'm constantly trying to like show her through my actions you know how much she means to me yeah but what about the people that you hooked up with and and but are friends with now still how does um, she feel about that still still the same like it's it's still like, cool I've, it. I've not really i'm telling her like all the time like i don't feel anything at all mm-hmm. and she knows that she's mm-hmm. the one yeah and she she's like comfortable it, she's secure about in that and she's yeah like, totally chill. every now and then she just like sound her fingers like oh that's right he gave me a ring <laughs> <laughs> And when we say a ring, by the way, listeners, we don't mean a, an engagement ring or a wedding ring right now, right? It's, it's a promise it's ring. It's a promise ring. Yeah. It's <laughs> got to clarify. I promise not to fuck up and yeah. always love you. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's good. Um, uh, what about her? Does she have anyone that she's still in touch with, on good terms with, or friends with? I don't think so. I don't really talk to her much about that because I don't oh, really. I care less about her past and I care more about like our future that we have together. Yeah, like that. I'm like, hey, the past is the past. Mm-hmm. Like, we both have our own experiences. Yeah, we have we have our own and... like stories and everything. Mm-hmm. I want I want to focus on moving forward. I want to focus on growing with uh-huh. each other, and we've done I think a good job of that. Uh, yeah. as both growing together. Yeah, in this relationship. No, I mean I asked this too because uh, um, I don't know. It's just really relevant. I feel for a lot of people because a lot of people tend to be one like, insecure about just the other person like oh once you get past the initial stage of getting to know each other and you know you, you're in that moment where it's like almost like blissful ignorance but once you start learning more about each other's history and stuff i feel like some people tend to get insecure about it right, like, right. Like, oh man like i don't want you to stay in touch with those people anymore i don't want you to talk to these people anymore or you know what i mean yeah yeah i think it's totally valid i've, really I've had trust issues before with mm-hmm. um certain people and and like my girlfriend right now she's not like one of those girls mm-hmm. so like i know like i can trust her like completely mm-hmm. and that's something that makes me love her even more mm-hmm. is like she does like what she says and mm-hmm. I, I know that you know she's not gonna do me wrong like that mm-hmm. yeah man i mean just listening now to our current conversation to what we, we were talking about earlier do we really change man so much <laughs> we 
fucking changed, dude. We've, we've grown from like the little boys who, uh, you know, would swing their dicks around to yeah. grown men now. Yeah. We still swing their dicks around. Yeah. <laughs> As adults. <laughs> adults swinging their dicks around. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, reflecting on, you know, because you and I met when we were both freshmen in college, and this is kind of both, where both our stories, our, our, our origin stories really began. Right. Uh, to, to knowing you now the way I know you. Fucking, yeah, man, you've grown up a lot. Yeah, I did you too. used to talk so much shit on me back during the first year of college, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Did I talk a lot of shit? No, but I mean, like, from, like, now, you're, you're saying, like, Chris, you were, like, the laziest piece of shit back in <laughs> well, college. Well, that's, you were lazy, man. Yeah. I'm not talking about dating, though, or sex. Yeah, and you kept, like, you know, doing it around, and I was like, John, mm. like, I you just want to have fun and everything, and then look at I remember, now. dude, I remember you fucking called me, I think the day after you, like, you had sex for the first time, you're like, John. I did it. Like, I did it. I'm like, what are you talking? Are you what? proud of me yet? Like, what did what? What the hell are you talking about? Dude? I did the thing. The thing. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, yeah. And then, you know, now that you're with your girlfriend and you've been together for a good amount of time, like, yeah, I still call so- you every single time after I do it with you. I say, hey, John. Yo, what's up, Chris? I know. Guess what I just to did. this day. I might call you. And you're like, <laughs> I-, I call you and then, or I Facetime you or something, and then you're like, I'm like, yo, what are you doing? And you're like, what? What do you want? I'm like. I'm just calling to see about, you know, podcast or whatever. And you're like, I'm having sex right now. I'll call you later. <laughs> like, Why would you even answer in the first place, dude? <laughs> What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Um, Maybe that just means I'm sexually attracted to you. Oh, oh. yeah. It yeah. shows oh. I'm just as priority as, uh, as your girlfriend. Oh, yeah. If anything. You're, um, you're my podcast partner. Yeah, dude. This that's, is a that's lifelong a big commitment. commitment. This yeah. is just as life, this is lifelong commitment, too. We're, we're committed to this podcast. Yeah, you can't, you can't dump me like one of your other girls. No, no. No, 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 no. no. I am a changed man now. Commitment all the way. And that's a wrap for this week's episode of the Just Asian Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about our dating experiences. Yeah, thanks so much for listening to how we like to sleep around. Yeah, we're no longer uh, fuckboys. We're uh, we're fuck men now. Stupid <laughs> <laughs> dude. Um, if you enjoyed this week's episode, uh, please give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. If you're listening to there, it would really help us out. And follow us on IG at Just Asian Podcast. Yep, drop us a DM. Yeah. Give us an eggplant emoji, slide in our DMs, because that's the only way I can still reply back to the DMs. <laughs> that's it. We out. We out. <laughs>